morning, friends. This is Sandy Holthouse, and I am the new host of Kitchen Medley. This is Sandy's Kitchen Medley, and we have a Facebook page with that name. Um, if you'd like to comment on the show today, um, please go out there and leave me a message. Also on Facebook, Sandy's Kitchen Medley, there'll be a podcast of today's show. Uh, if you want to listen to the recipes later, feel free. Uh, that way you can listen to that show uh, at your leisure. A little bit about me is I live in the Annandale area, and I've been a cooking columnist uh, now for about 13 years. So um, I wrote a book. It's called Sandyisms, Recipes, Stories, and More, and that was published back in 2012. And that's a compilation of about 75 columns and over 200 recipes. So they're based with uh, recipes and stories. A lot of them are about growing up uh, on the North Shore. I lived in a little town called Schroeder, which is between the Cook County line and Grand Marais. It's just a little bit west of um, Tofty, Minnesota, if you're familiar with that area. Anyway, this week what we're going to discuss is dessert first. So how many of you wanted to just push that uh, dessert cart right in front of you and start with that first? Well, that's what today's show is about. And I am going to share with you some delicious ice cream topping recipes. So I hope you'll stick around for dessert first right here on Sandy's Kitchen Medley. You're listening to the podcast of Sandy's Kitchen Medley. Sandy's Kitchen Medley can be heard every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on KRWC AM 1360, radio for Wright County. Welcome back to Sandy's Kitchen Medley. This is Sandy. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit so we can get to know each other. Um, first of all, I am really a dessert-first kind of person. Uh, some people might see this as a character flaw, while I see myself as someone who just likes to enjoy the greater gifts in life uh, on an empty stomach. So I grew up on the North Shore of um, Lake Superior, just one mile uh, inland from the lake in a really small town called Schroeder, Minnesota. And that lies between the county line and Grand Marais, just about dead center of that. If you're familiar with Tofty, we're right before that. Um, we were a small family of four, just uh, my parents and my brother Gary and myself. And my mom and dad were in their early 20s when Gary and I were born, so that's probably why we enjoyed special treats as a kid, um, because my parents were still like kids themselves. So we didn't have indoor plumbing or running water until I entered kindergarten. Uh, we did have electricity, though, so we could at least see our path out to the outhouse. <laughs> but that was something I remember very much, was getting um, running water in our house. Uh, one of the things I grew up with was homemade ice cream. And we always made homemade ice cream in the winter. Um, I don't ever remember having it in the summer, uh, probably because we would have had to buy or make the ice at that point. But in the winter, there was plenty of ice, and it was free. Uh, we would either go out and pull icicles from the house or chop them out of a nearby lake or something like that and carry it home in a gunny sack. Um, and we packed that ice all around the ice cream freezer. My mom would mix up the homemade ice cream batter and put it in the ice cream freezer. And then we'd layer this uh, ice in there with rock salt. 
And my brother and I would sneak big pieces of rock salt and suck on them like candy uh, while we waited for the ice cream to freeze. We, I love that salt, salt, salt. Um, and we usually made ice cream uh, with the neighbors coming or visiting because it made so much. Uh, it was always a good thing to share. And the best part of the homemade ice cream was the paddle that went down the middle of the ice cream mixer. So mom would lay the paddle on a plate and my brother and I would take teaspoons and go after it until uh, it was super clean. It just looked uh, looked cleaner like it just been washed because we just love that ice cream off that paddle. Um, we bought store-bought ice cream when we couldn't make homemade ice cream because my dad was a big ice cream eater and so because he was um, my brother and I were too. So my mom would buy ice cream in like that Texas gallon pail. It was like a five quart pail and we always had it at bedtime. It was one of those things we had dinner at five and then dad would watch the news and things while we cleaned up the kitchen and right about 7.30 um, before our eight o'clock bedtime we would have uh, a bowl of ice cream um, but only if we were good. Uh, Gary and I kind of fussed and fought with each other quite a bit so there were nights that we would be um, sent to bed without our ice cream um, which was always a memorable thing because my dad would sit out in the living room and he knew we could hear him out there so he he would scrape the bowl uh, with a metal spoon against the glass extra loud and sit there and say, yum, oh my gosh, this is so good, and too bad Sandy and Gary can't have any because they were arguing or something like that, which happened a lot. So anyway, it was kind of fun, but we would hear it, uh, hear what we were missing. And so then we'd vow the next night, um, we would not argue, and we were going to be really good. And uh, sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. But it was always a real memorable thing uh, that we had ice cream nearly every single night uh, during my childhood. But toppings were kind of um, the extra bonus. It was fun to have ice cream, but it was more fun to add toppings to it. And usually it was nothing fancy. Um, Mom always had a can of Hershey's syrup uh, that you would open with the the can key back then. It didn't come in a plastic bottle. It came in a can like um, Campbell's Soup or something like that. And you would just uh, open the top and pour that over your ice cream. Um, or sometimes we would add Nestle's Quick, which was kind of my favorite because you'd sprinkle the Nestle's Quick over the vanilla ice cream and then stir it. And it kind of again, then got the texture of a malted milk. So I really like that. Um, but as a grown up, I, I've tried and made uh, many different ice cream toppings and they're really fun. Although I do not have ice cream uh, every night at our house anymore. In fact, it's a rare treat. Uh, sometimes on weekends we have a chocolate malt or something like that, but we no longer have ice cream every night in this house. Uh, we just couldn't afford the calories. 
But uh, what I'm going to share with you in our next segment is three of my favorite ice cream topping recipes. Uh, the first one is going to be for a homemade hot fudge, which is so incredibly good. Um, and that one is easy to make and easy to make ahead and store if you know you're going to have guests coming over. The second one is a creamy caramel topping, and this is made in the microwave, so it's really easy. You can make it with your kids even um, because they're not using a burner on a stove or anything like that. Um, that recipe that we're also sharing can be cooked a little bit longer and made into rich and creamy caramels. So that's a fun thing to do also with your kids because they have to be individually wrapped. And the third ice cream topping recipe uh, I'm going to share with you is a raspberry sauce with a grated dark chocolate, which is so incredibly good. I actually had it at a restaurant uh, the first time, and that combination of tart raspberries with uh, dark chocolate, it was just so incredibly good that I thought I have to figure out a way uh, to make that into a recipe. And so I combined a raspberry sauce and then just used uh, a grated dark chocolate bar on top. But I just thought, uh, why not kick off Sandy's Kitchen Medley with dessert first? I just think that is a lot of fun. Um, and this also comes with a coat. Quote, um, I doubt whether the world holds for anyone a more soul-stirring surprise than their first adventure with ice cream. Boy, isn't that the truth. Um, ice cream just makes everything better. Um, so I hope you come back and join us with a pencil and paper while we share with you uh, homemade hot fudge, creamy caramel topping, and raspberry sauce with dark grated chocolate right here on Kitchen Medley. Hi, this is Sandy. Welcome back to Sandy's Kitchen Medley. Today we're discussing desserts first. Oh my goodness, I love dessert first. This is all from a column that was written back in 2006 where I shared three of my favorite ice cream topping recipes. So get a pen and paper and I'm going to go over those recipes with you now. The first one is for homemade hot fudge and I have made jars and jars and jars of homemade hot fudge. It's one of my favorite things to make. For this recipe, you're going to need 8 tablespoons of butter, which is equivalent to one stick. You're going to need 6 tablespoons of cocoa, 1 cup of sugar, I use just plain white sugar, not powdered sugar, a dash of salt, 1 can of evaporated milk, and 1 teaspoon of vanilla. You're going to melt your butter in a medium saucepan. Don't use too high of a heat because you don't want your butter to brown. You want to keep it nice and yellow. You're going to add um, cocoa and sugar, but I mix that together in a separate bowl first so the sugar kind of breaks down the cocoa so you don't have any cocoa lumps in your, in your hot fudge. Um, once you've mixed that together, pour it in with the butter and give that a good stir. Then add your can of evaporated milk and whisk that together. Bring all these ingredients uh, to a boil and simmer it for six to seven minutes. 
Then you remove it from the heat and add your vanilla. Now to tell it's done, when you first start, it's kind of thin. When it gets thick, you're going to feel it. It'll get more like a pudding. Take a spoon and dip it in and pull it out. And if it kind of clings to the spoon, then it's ready. Now at that point, you can serve it over ice cream as soon as it's cooled. Or I pour it into three half pint jars and store it in the refrigerator. Remember to keep it refrigerated, but it will last there for several weeks. This also makes an excellent gift. It's really fun to do. Now this recipe can be doubled or tripled or quadrupled even. Just remember that that's going to adjust your cooking time and the size of your pan. So use a larger pan and also account for the fact that it will not be six or seven minutes. It could double that or even triple that depending on how much you make. So if you want to double or triple the recipe, I've done it and it comes out just fine. The next recipe we have is for a creamy caramel topping. This is so good and so easy to make. Now you're going to need one cup of butter, which is equivalent to two sticks of butter, one cup of white corn syrup, one can of sweetened condensed milk, two cups of brown sugar. You can use either light sugar or brown sugar. The dark brown sugar um, gives it a little more of a molasses color or flavor, uh, and the light brown sugar does not. That's really the only difference between the two. Um, you're also going to need a dash of salt and one teaspoon of vanilla. Now the directions for this isn't on the stove. We actually make this in the microwave. So using a microwave safe bowl, I prefer glass. I just want to make sure I don't damage a plastic bowl in the microwave. Um, and it's a little easier to handle. Um, you're going to melt the butter in the microwave. At that point, add the corn syrup, the sugar, the sweetened condensed milk, and the salt. Now you're going to microwave this for 15 minutes on high, but not all at once. You need to stir this every three minutes. I keep a piece of paper next to the microwave so I can keep track of how many times I've done the three minute intervals, um, because sometimes you lose track. Um, but anyway, you're going to go three minutes, take it out, stir it very nicely, put it back in for another three minutes, take it out and stir it, and continue that five times. You're going to remove it from the microwave then and add the vanilla. At that point, you can cool it and serve it over ice cream or place it in three half pint jars to store. This too needs to be kept refrigerated, but can be refrigerated for several weeks. It makes awesome gifts. People really enjoy getting this. Now another version of the exact same recipe is just cook this for an additional six minutes. Three minutes, stir, three minutes, stir, and then you pour it into a buttered pan. I usually use like a 9 by 13 pan, or you can also use a smaller 8 by 8 pan. It just depends on how thick you want your rich and creamy caramels to be. When it's cooled, cut it into small pieces, and I just use a pizza cutter for that. Uh, make long strands and then cut it in short little pieces and then you wrap these small pieces in wax paper or parchment paper kind of like a Tootsie Roll. Um, these are so good and usually this batch will make about 50 caramels. Um, it's wonderful gifts and it looks awesome in a little basket or a pretty tin or a gift bag.
Now the very last recipe I'm going to share with you is one of my favorites and it's a raspberry sauce with dark grated chocolate. Now if you don't like dark chocolate, that's okay. Substitute your chocolate with semi-sweet chocolate chips or a Hershey bar or even white chocolate looks really pretty with the red berries. So just substitute the dark chocolate with something that you like better. Personally, I love dark chocolate, so I'm right up there with the dark chocolate. What you need for this is two cups of berries, um, either fresh or frozen raspberries. Either one works, works well. You're going to need a half a cup of white sugar, one teaspoon of cornstarch mixed with one tablespoon of water, and one dark chocolate candy bar, or as I said, substitute it for whichever candy type of chocolate you like. So we're going to place the raspberries and sugar in a saucepan and heat that slowly until the berries burst and become really juicy. Then heat this to boiling. Reduce the heat and add the cornstarch and water mixture and then put that in with the berries. Mix the cornstarch with the water before you put it in the pan and you'll avoid getting any lumps. Once this is thickened, not as thick as jam, but not as runny as just juicy berries. It's kind of a medium. You're going to want to cool it down, and at that point you can pour it over ice cream and serve it with grated dark chocolate over the top. And you can just grate that on a box, a box grater, or if you have a hand grater or whatever, you just kind of make it look pretty in the dish. You can also serve it with some whipped cream on top at that point. Well, I hope you try any of these three recipes, or maybe all three, um, and I look forward to talking to you again next Saturday here on Sandy's Kitchen Medley. Now, also, you can go out and like uh, my Facebook page, which is called Sandy's Kitchen Medley on Facebook, and leave your comments for me there. I really appreciate you listening to the show today, and remember, you be the reason that somebody smiles. Thanks and have a good day.